Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Ascended Radio, and I am your grateful host, Jessica Spencer. Thank you so much for tuning in to the show today. I am a little bit uh, delayed in coming on. I try and make it home from my regular 9-to-5 job with enough time and and uh, try and get situated before coming on the show, so I apologize. I'm a couple of minutes uh, delayed, but I nonetheless am welcoming you to today's show. This is Wednesday, the 25th of March, 2015, and it's speeding by. I say that every single show because it's just it's flabbergasting how quickly everything is moving, and I'm not sure if everyone's feeling the same, but from what I'm hearing, it's kind of feeling the same for everybody, so I just want to welcome you to the end of March, and uh, it looks like we're about to welcome in April and spring and all of that great stuff in uh, sunny California. Um, So thank you very much for tuning into the show today, and uh, welcome. The call-in number, as always, is 347-996-3263. If any of you would like to call in and and join today's discussion, it's always good to have people join the discussion and just kind of see where everybody's at, just as even being in the world and, you know, being one of these people that is, you know, committed to waking up and understanding, you know, themselves and, and kind of understanding or trying to understand, you know, what it is that this life is, is made of and comprised of and where we fit into all of it and tapping into, you know, those skills and those gifts that have been limited to us or that we've had this kind of illusion that have been limited and we've only focused on, you know, very small um, aspects of ourselves, of our mind, um, of all of our abilities that we have. And so I want to know all of that. And if you're curious, too, you might want to call into the show or just continue to listen. You can share the show. I'd love to uh, get your feedback. You can visit my website, jessicaspencer.net. You can always shoot me an email. I do have an email for that website, which is the website at gmail.com, jessicaspencer.net at gmail.com. But I most often check uh, my MissSpencer05 at gmail.com. So you can email me there. And if you'd like to come on the show and you have a book or you have something to say that's, of course, of higher vibrational frequency, of course, only, um, then you're more than welcome to send me an email. That's actually how I met uh, Jason Lincoln Jeffers. And if you have not heard of him, he's an amazing artist. Um, he he does a lot of readings himself. He does coaching he has an amazing website. Um, check out his book, The Next Human. We've become really good friends, and he's an amazing, amazing person. And I think that you would be thoroughly impressed with him. He's been on several shows. Um, you can go to the archives and look up any of the shows with Jason Lincoln Jeffers. But he's really explaining what The Next Human is, and that's really what we are, or we're uh, discovering that we are. And um, And he's one of those people that you really want to try and, and, and get to know and pick their brain, and that's what I do. I get to pick people's brains. So he's one of those people that got in contact with me over uh, email and wanted to share his book, and ever since then he's come on several times, and he, it's always mind-blowing every time I get to to uh, talk to him, to communicate with him in any way. So that's Jason Lincoln Jeffers, and his book is The Next Human. Check out his website. I believe it's jasonlincolnjeffers.com, um, or you can always Google him as well. And I really want to get into the topic of today's show. I kind of mentioned it uh, last show, and I, I it's something that 
you know, like I said, I, I kind of am learning as I go along, as we all are. It's not like we're going to reach this level of awakening and all of a sudden we're just completely awake and we don't have anything else to awaken to. And that's kind of, you know, that's not exciting to me personally to, to know that, you know, you can reach a certain level. That's kind of an old way of thinking that, you know, we're going to clear out all of our karma and then we're going to reach enlightenment or um, nirvana and, you know, it's the same thing with, you know, even traditional, um, you know, religions where, you know, you're going to do everything that you're supposed to do and heal everything you're supposed to heal and forgive everyone you're supposed to forgive and then you're going to get into this place called heaven and everything is going to be bliss. And and that's, you know, of course we want bliss but we want to continue to reach higher and higher levels of bliss and expand more and more, you know, what it is that we're experiencing of bliss or nirvana or heaven. And, and that's, for me, the kind of the path that I'm seeing that's unraveling um, before me and, you know, again, if it's something that resonates with you, then you're listening to, to Ascended Radio every Wednesday and this is kind of the place where you might want to be. Um, so what I really want to do is jump into today's show, as I said, um, and it, what it's called is The Path of Least Resistance. And I believe I've done shows on uh, allowance. So uh, the tagline is the, the Path of Least Resistance is Allowance. And, you know, that's really kind of a major thing for me to have gotten and and I'm continuing to get. Because a lot of times what we're doing is we're resisting, right? So we often tend to focus, converse about, and allow our thoughts to be bombarded with the very things that we do not wish to happen, or so we tell ourselves. So the signal we're sending out into the universe, based on our attention to it, is that we want these experiences to occur so badly that we focus the majority of our energy on it. This tendency to focus on that which we do not want to experience could potentially be blocking the solution that is attempting to emerge, but because we're focused on the problem, we don't allow that solution to present itself. So I know for me, as an example, you know, you can have a, if you have a nine-to-five job or maybe a family member, anytime you're interacting, you're not always going to resonate with that person's energy or with what they're saying. And so it's kind of learning to allow yourself to be present in that moment and not, you know, in your mind and think about what, you know, what your response is going to be to the situation or to this, you know, conversation that's emerging. Um, and a lot of times, you know, what people are saying, it may be completely the opposite of where you're at. And so it triggers something within you that may arise to be healed. And so for me, you know, a lot of times I have to be offended in the moment, you know, or or be triggered and then, you know, kind of be in that space and then step back and before I go to sleep is is usually my best time for self-reflection. So I might step back and self-reflect and then kind of look at the conversation and and really observe, you know, where was it that I was being triggered and where have I felt this way before? And, okay, so it's popping up because it's obviously a feeling that I have not um, expanded beyond that's coming up to the surface so that I can look at it and heal it so that I can absorb it into my experience and then shoot it back out, transmute it into, you know, a higher vibrational frequency other than this lower level feeling that I'm feeling right now. I can be a conduit through which that energy can can have a space to force through and then I can then transform that energy based on, you know, my vibrational frequency that I'm holding of being 
you know, focused on joy and, and focused on peace and all of that, and that being my commitment, I can then, you know, allow that to come through me and then outward to be experienced by others in the world. That's why we transmute energy. It's not like we destroy energy, and you hear that, you know, we don't, you can't destroy it, and it's not something that you're trying to do. It's coming to you for a reason. So you don't want to ignore it, and you don't want to destroy it. Ignoring it is just pushing it further into your future experience, and you don't want to do that. You don't want to repeat, you know, the second grade, you know, or repeat college again. You want to, you know, do what it is that you need to do to get it done, to to learn, and to progress to the next level. So you don't want to push it further into your future so that you encounter it again. You want to just be done with it. That's called a cycle when you continue to encounter those same experiences. And sometimes, you know, you you think that you're done with a particular experience, and there's remnants of it that are still there that you want to sweep up. It's kind of like that dust, maybe, that you missed under your fridge and you you didn't notice it was there. A guest comes over, they kind of trigger that, they see the spot there, and it kind of rubs you the wrong way because you're now you're upset that that person saw it and they brought it to your attention. And you're kind of like, oh, how rude, you know, how dare you point that out? You know, how dare you point out that, that dirt that's there? And you get upset about it, but then you're, you, you know, when you go to sleep at night, now you've cleaned it up and now the next day when a guest comes over that you really wanted to impress that you really wanted to you know maybe it's somebody you're interested in now when they come over it's gone it's clean and now you have a clean slate you have a clean space you feel confident and comfortable so maybe you're upset in that moment for someone bringing that to your attention but when you self-reflect at night you can think okay you know what thank you thank you for showing me what was there that I didn't want to see that I had hopes that I didn't miss so, you know, that's what we're doing when we are waking up. We're waking up to all of these aspects of ourselves that need to come to the surface that we no longer want to resist. We want to allow all of it to come to the surface. And there's a lot of peace that comes with that. If you think about allowing, you know, the feeling or the, the vibrational frequency that I get when I feel allow, you know, it's peaceful. It's a higher level frequency. You know, if you think of a balloon, as I've said on this show, if you want to think of waking up or ascending, you ascending upward. If you look it up in the dictionary, you have descending, right, which is to, to descend to the earth or descend to go down. It's heavy, it's dense. Or you can ascend, right, which would be floating, which would be light. And you can look at light both ways, light in terms of, um, you know, brightness, or you can look at light in terms of weight, right? So you want to be light. You have those people around you, and sometimes you feel you know dense, and that's that's stressful, and that's tense energy. And you have those people around you that make you smile and laugh, and all of that is light, right? So you want to really tend to kind of focus on those things that feel light to you. You want to focus on those things that can ascend and propel you upward and expand you outward. So that's what I'm saying about you know, sometimes um, I know for people that are waking up or myself, you know, we tend to attract people who want to drop a lot of dense energy on us because we can transmute that and sometimes it can be, you know, very heavy and sometimes, you know, we're not in a place where, you know, we want that energy where we, you know, want to be vulnerable to that type of energy where we're protecting ourselves enough to be able to withstand that and so sometimes those people just, you know, the whole reason, season or lifetime that people come into your life, you know, even as being, if you call yourself a light worker or, or just a kind, compassionate person, sometimes you can become bombarded with that dense energy, and that's not our job any longer to conter- to carry people's burdens. A burden is something that's heavy, right? It's dense, and that's for them to resolve, not for us. You know, what we can do is kind of, you know, utilize our gifts, whatever it is, to 
shine the light on that dirt that's or that density that's within them and not in a negative way because we're here to, to raise it, right, to ascend it higher, to be expansive because you can't solve a problem at the same level that it's been created on, right? And we're going to talk a little bit more about that. But that's what we're here to do is kind of highlight those aspects of ourselves that is mirrored in other people and the same thing for them. And so instead of being triggered, um, we can ascend above that level and, and begin to be proactive instead of reactive when things arise for us. You know, now we are aware. You know, now we're conscious of what's coming up and why it's coming up. And so we don't need to be frightened by it. We don't need to go into upset mode about it. We can just know that, you know, this is what I call for it. This is this is this path that I'm on of waking up. And so some things are going to arise, and I know that. And now that I know that, I don't need to be triggered so much by it. And now I know what to do when I am. So, again, this is Ascending Radio. If you want to call in, if you want to add to the conversation, the call-in number, as always, is 347-996-3263. And we're talking about the path of least resistance and how it is allowance. That perspective is something that's only a perspective, but I'm going to give you tools if that resonates with you. So it's not like I'm advocating ignoring those triggers or what comes up to the surface to your attention that may be needing to be healed, but I am saying that we can, uh, that we, again, cannot solve the problem with the same thinking that created it. We've heard great minds and Einstein say the same thing. Um, and that's he's talking about energy. You know, he was he was a master of energy, is what he was. So if we can create a feeling within us, separate from the thing itself, of, of you know, the feeling can be freedom, it can be happy, joyful, creative, peaceful, whatever that feeling is. If we can create that feeling separate of the current feeling that we're feeling, um, not counter of it, right? Because that would mean that that feeling that we are uh, attempting to allow to emerge would be equal to the negative feeling that we we're feeling. So that's why I'm saying separate from, not counter. That's that's going into that polarity, into that dualistic way of thinking that there's good and bad, right and wrong, and then we get stuck in those boxes and we then have to list all these criteria of what fits into each box. And that's when we get into competition and that's when we get into, you know, hierarchy and we're not, we're expanding. We're not going up and down. We are expanding beyond, okay? So we really want to be aware of that. So we want to create this separate feeling of, you know, whatever feels better, you know, whatever feels joyful, whatever feels peaceful, whatever makes you laugh, um, whatever that is, um, we want to create that feeling that's a vibrational match or space through which the solution may present itself. So, you know, solutions, again, cannot happen at the same level of that trigger. So if you're triggered and you're in upset, then you can't then... um, resolve that with an equal feeling of upset or an equal feeling of density. So if you're angry, um, being indignant isn't going to create that solution. You know, that's that's depression. When you stay in the same level um, of negative energy long enough, then you're going to create more levels of that same type of frequency. So if you're feeling upset, then you you might go into a deep sadness. If you're feeling a deep sadness, you might you'll feel despair, all of those things. But if you are able to go one level above it, you're just one level, you know, where you may be, you know, irate. Well, maybe just move a little bit above that. If you can't go all the way up to joy, then just take steps, you know, move a little bit up to, okay, I'm not irate, I'm, 
angry. I'm not angry. I'm a little upset. I'm not upset. I'm a little frustrated. I'm not frustrated. You know, I'm a little off kilter. Okay, I'm not off kilter. I'm I'm feeling balanced. Okay, I'm I'm more than balanced. I'm feeling great. I'm more than great. I'm feeling elated. You know, you can kind of move up that ladder, but as long as you're moving upward, you're sitting, you know, beyond the level that you're feeling currently, then you can then create a solution that can that can occur because it's going to occur on a level above the problem that currently is seeming to exist for you, right? So whatever it is that you need to do to get out of that mode, you know, for me, it's my nieces. They are stupendous little boogers. I love them. So when I'm around them and just watching them and observing them, I mean, who can be upset? You know, it's just yeah, I could call them on the phone and just hear them say, I love you, and their little voices, and that that elevates my, my current mood. So you want to turn on a movie that always makes you feel good, makes you laugh, turn on a song that brings you joy. Don't call that friend that's also equally depressed. That's just going to contribute to that same, and it's, it's going to compound it. It's going to make it even bigger for you. You know, you don't call that friend. Don't watch that movie that makes you upset. Don't look on the Internet at the wars that are going on and get even more upset. Get into a different mode, and that's the responsibility that you have for, your, for yourself, for your life, and that's your empowerment. That's something that you do have power and control over. So as a species, it's like we've become so indoctrinated, right, and we've become so used to solving a so-called problem through, like, deep analysis and a focus on the problem. Um, you know, we're very logical and analytical about it. We're very in our mind about it. Usually it, it has us becoming emotionally invested in the outcome of it, right? So we've had to restrain ourselves to only focus on that which we choose to, or not restrain, we have to retrain ourselves to only focus on that which we choose to experience. We want to move from just this whole analytical way of, of and scientific way of, of being and thinking. And science has even proven kind of what we're talking about here, but let's say that we want to stay in that in that mode of, you know, analytics and, and, and just logical thinking and just saying, okay, every, you know, this, this happened, so this is the end result. And really kind of moving out of that and saying, nope, actually there's more than the senses that we currently are using and I can utilize what's been given that's beyond what we can see to get myself out of this mode right now so that I can be creative again, so that I can, you know, feel joy again, so I can feel freedom again. And you have you you have the power to do that within you. And there's nothing wrong with asking for guidance. I've had a spiritual mentor. Um, I, I've been to uh, spiritual centers. I've done landmark education, you know, when I was in my early 20s. Whatever you're doing, it's sending a signal to the universe that this is where my attention is and this is what my focus is on and the universe is going to respond with more of that. And so then you might, you know, encounter people that are on that same wavelength and you notice that, you know, the people around you um, may tend to, to be a reflection. And not always, but there may be a reflection of where you're currently at, where your state of mind is. Um, so the reason that we often hear people say, that if you want something else, be grateful for what you already have. I'm moving into gratitude now because that's an, also a level of energy that, that is above, you know, being upset um, or expanded beyond being upset of being, you know, angry, go to gratitude. Mm-hmm. So the reason that we that we often hear people say that if you want something more, be grateful for what you already have is because gratitude is a higher vibrational frequency than lack, than the idea of lack or limitation. So if you focus on lack 
you'll create more things in your life to support evidence of lack. Because what does you know an analytical an analytical mind need? Evidence, right? It needs proof. So that's when you are operating from that, and you're that's where you are in your your evolutionary path. Um, is you're still in that stage of needing those that evidence, then that's what you're going to continue to perpetuate is whatever it is that you're focusing on, whatever it is that your energy is, is focused on. So that's why um, we just continue to pile that on. That's that's why depression can seep in and what we call depression, but it's really just misfocused energy for a long period of time. So when we focus on gratitude, the energy around us becomes lighter and more expansive, creating more evidence of things to be grateful for. So the analytical mind can definitely work in our favor. We can create things to be grateful for just by shifting our attention from lack to gratitude. So, you know, if you're able to eat lunch today, there's a lot of people that aren't. Be grateful for that. If you were able to, you know, you needed a pen, you know, and all of a sudden you reach in your purse, you didn't know that you even had one there and it was there. Be grateful for little things like that. You know, don't take those things for granted. Those are all things you can pile into your treasure trove of gratitude and that you can pull out whenever you need more energy to recharge yourself when it's gotten depleted or when you are triggered. You have more energy to put into yourself when you, you know, you make these deposits of gratitude into your bank of uh, being thankful, right? So you want to choose gratitude. You want to continue to choose gratitude. You want to continue to focus on those things that make you feel lighter, that make you feel ascended, that make you rise up, Right? rise above the level of the seeming problem that's presenting itself. So you begin to notice the seeming little things, the friendships, family ties to be grateful for. Then the universe then sees that, and it's going to agree with you. Yeah, you're you're grateful for that, so I'm going to send you more of that because you, because that's what I see you being. That's what I see your energy is going to. You know, the universe is responding to your energy. More than anything, it's responding to what you're focusing your energy on. And so that's what it's going to resonate with. If you think of energy, not really even recognizing language, right? Because how many languages do we know? And languages are man-made. They're made just for human beings on this particular planet to communicate. You may go to a different planet and maybe they use telepathy, right? And maybe they don't even use mouths at all. Maybe they don't, they, they don't have a use for that. Even animals are communicating, Right, with or without a written language, mouths or whatever it is that they have, insects, they're all everything. Plants are communicating with one another, right? So all English languages or any languages is just a form of communication. You're communicating to the universe with your energy. That's all that it's recognizing. Right? That's what it's recognizing is your energy. It's not speaking English. It's not speaking Chinese. It's not speaking Mandarin. It's not speaking Japanese or Tagalog or Arabic or Farsi or Spanish, it's responding to your energy. So that's what you're responsible for, is your energy. Your energy is how you feel throughout your day. Um, it's, it's how you respond. And so you want to do what you can do to stay in an energetic frequency of joy so that the universe is recognizing your energy because the universe is vibrating at a very high level of energy. So in order to recognize that you're even existing, you want to vibrate on a higher level of energy. You don't want to, you don't want to become dense so that the universe doesn't even recognize you. Otherwise, then you have no reason for being here, right? You want to be here. You want to anchor energy not just for yourself but for everyone else. The more that you can, you know, get grounded within yourself, the more that you can master this for yourself. Of course, that's what you want to do first. You want to master it for yourself. 
you know, what do you do when you're in an airplane and they tell you the first thing you need to do is secure yourself. Make sure that you put your oxygen mask on first so that you can then help other people. But you can't help other people if you can't first help yourself. So you want to first master this for yourself and then when you feel called to then share that, that wisdom from not a place of ego but just from a place of gratitude for what you have and wanting to share it with other people, then that's when you, you're going to be able to share and you're going to be able to anchor in that energy. I call it being a cell phone tower for all of the people around you. So that's what you're doing when you're listening to the show, when you are writing, when you're being creative, when you're singing, when you're dancing, when you're being in joy, when you're being in gratitude. You're holding that space for all of us. You're transmuting that negative energy into lighter energy for all of us on this planet. You know, if you think of the, the toxins that people are putting in the air, how do we counter that? And some people, some scientists say that there's nothing that you can do to clear that, right? That scientifically there may be nothing that you can do. Maybe or maybe not. But what we can do on a very etheric level is we can alter it with our own energy that's far more powerful than any toxin that any man can possibly create because it's a higher level frequency. It's more potent, trust me, than any GMO, you know, pesticide, um, carbon, could ever be. So that's what we want to make sure that we are watching what we are putting out there, what we're focusing on and being responsible for ourselves and our own energy and how we're treating people and how we're interacting. You know, my dad said one time, he passed away almost two years ago, he said something that was like so important to me and, and it had a lasting effect. He said, if every person on earth really truly adhered to their own belief system to whatever their religion is, whether it's Christianity or it's Islam or it's Buddhism, everybody just really listened to those basic tenets that were uh, put before them, this world would not look the way it did. It would be a much better place. So we don't focus on what we're doing enough as to, to be better people. We're, we're focused on, we don't want this person to get married because based on our, our faith. You know, I don't want this person, but it's not... I want to be a better person based on my faith. I want to treat this person with the most amount of compassion based on my faith, based on my study of Jesus, based on my study of Muhammad, based on my study of Buddha. I want to be, how, am I, how can I be a better human being from in this moment? You know, that's what we have to focus on, not how can I take this away from this person. It's not believing what I believe, which a belief system is another man-made criteria. It's all it's time for us to really go in and to connect ourselves directly with the source and to ask questions and to be able to you know, to be responsible enough and to be fearless enough to withstand the answers. You know, we're so afraid in so many of the traditional faiths to even question anything because we don't want to know the answer because then we'd have to say, Oh my goodness, I might have been living a lie Or, you know, maybe it was the truth so much that I wasn't capable of believing it. I wasn't even really living my life because to me it was just a story. It wasn't really true. It was, it was distant to me. It was something that was 2,000 years ago, and even though I say that this is my faith, I don't really have to live it because it's a story. It's a fable. It's not real to me. If Jesus came down today, I would probably persecute him as well because I can't believe that because you're believing. You're not knowing. You're believing what someone else is telling you about something, but you're not knowing it for yourself. And there's a big difference. So we only have a couple more seconds to go. We have 60 more seconds. I want to thank you so much for listening to the show, The Path of Least Resistance is Allowance. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you, and listen again next week. It's going to be April 1st, 
2015 at 3.30 Pacific Standard Time. Thank you for listening to Ascended Radio, where we are authentically becoming our divine selves. <laughs>